Well, another Do the Woo here is here at you with uh, myself, Bob WP, and my, my buddy Brad. How you doing, Brad? I'm doing well. We're back. How you doing, Bob? Oh, pretty good. Uh, it's another um, another do- dollar, another day, another dollar, I guess, is what the, the old saying goes, huh? <laughs> it is. It is uh, we're pushing into fall. Got uh, some beautiful fall weather here. I don't know. Is it, I'm guessing it's rainy there because it always is, right? But, yeah. You know, actually, we had, it, it's it's not as much rain. I think it's all Fraser's fault, you know, that that show because everybody thought oh yeah because they always showed it raining and we had a really dry summer and today is is foggy that's what it is no no rain but foggy so of course live right by the ocean so there's a lot of fog yeah i bet (laughs) it's been pretty cool here in the 50s great fall weather good time for uh fires outdoors roast some marshmallows and s'mores and hoodies and comfy clothes so it's uh one of my favorite times of the year yeah, I love fall. It's um, we we drive inland towards um, Olympia, which is the state capital of Washington. We go there quite a bit once a week, and they have just incredible foliage. It's the, the trees changing and everything, yeah. and so yeah, I, I just um, yeah, temperature's perfect. Everything's good. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's a good time of year. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, uh, let's see. Before we dive in, I uh, want to thank Liquid Web, our sponsor. Uh, if you're looking for a WooCommerce hosting, I mean, talk about all the variety of hostings they have now—from the beginner to, you know, uh, a very large site. They have a marketplace hosting now. So, if you're looking for a WooCommerce hosting, definitely check them out. And you can use Bob WP Woo. Uh, for 50% off for the first two months, and you can be on your way to doing the woo on your own site. So good stuff. Uh, I thought I would start with just that I saw that the um, WooCommerce 3.5 has been, um, let's see, I I believe it's probably going to be, or it said it would be released today. And I um, actually... By the time this gets on the air, it will have been released. So uh, anything, I, I don't know. We talked a little bit about it. Was there anything that really um, you wanted to revisit on that? or? Yeah, I mean, um, not the most earth-shattering release, but definitely some notable, notable highlights. Um, you know, some extensions of the REST API version 3, which are nice to see some new endpoints and uh, updates around some of the existing endpoints, uh, what you can kind of pull and push through the API into WooCommerce. Um, improved copy around transactional emails. Try to make it a little bit more, I guess, human, a little friendlier. I guess those really hadn't changed much since uh, the original WooCommerce was released. I'm sure uh, a lot of people who run stores probably modify those themselves or template those to make them a little bit nicer, but it's nice to see the default state a little bit cleaner. Um, and the one that stands out, which we talked about quite a bit, is just kind of laying the groundwork for the custom product tables. So they're not rolling that the custom tables out in the release, but they're laying the groundwork with some, uh, including basically the hooks that need to be available to run the plugin uh, for those custom tables. So we talked about that, I want to say two or three shows ago, um, but just getting the, all that massive data out of the uh, the post meta table and into their own custom tables 
um, is a huge, it's going to be a huge performance improvement. So anyone that's running a serious store should really be tracking this because um, implementing this, you could see there's, they're showing upwards of 30% performance improvement um, just by making the shift from the post meta table into custom tables. So, so that's a biggie, but it's nice to see that groundwork going to the core of WooCommerce because that means they're getting closer to finalizing the actual plugin out so it won't be in beta uh, and people can roll this out to production. So uh, again, nothing that really like an earth shattering release, but definitely some, definitely a solid release, some interesting bits in there. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it, it's interesting because having worked with so many people that are not developers and just store owners, I think the email piece, and I noticed that they said that this is actually a first phase of a larger initiative to improve WooCommerce emails and the email content editing experience that in 2019, there's going to be some more improvements. So I'm kind of looking forward to that because I think that's, yeah, again, you know, somebody that just has a small store and doing it themselves, it's been very limiting what you could do. I mean, in, they go and look at those templates and just freak out basically. So anything yeah. I think that can, you know, this this is a nice move in the, you know, as far as what they've done already in the right direction. And it'll be interesting to see if there's uh you know, if they actually are able to go in and do a little bit more custom emails, which I think would be pretty cool. And not necessarily need to do a ton of stuff, but just a little bit more flexibility. Yeah. I mean, emails are, if you, if you think of any shopping experiences that you have online, you know, email is whether you use email a lot or not, it's an important part of online shopping at the very least, just for order your order confirmation email, Mm -hmm. you know, that's your most important you know, piece of that order is that confirmation, you know, so if something happens, you have a record of it. Uh, you don't want to have to take screenshots or pull out your phone and take a picture of your screen. Right. So that email, once it shows up, um, is your record of that order in case there's a problem. So, um, that's just at the basic level, but then the amount of things you can do with email to interact and engage with your customers and expand those emails, um, can lead to direct, you know, sales on your website, you know, abandoned cart emails. We've talked about their services like Jilt to do that, that help with that. There's plugins as well, but um, even expanding the, you know, the order confirmation email a bit um, could have a big impact on your sales. So just making some little tweaks, making it a more professional experience. It's all important, right? At, when you're running an e-commerce store. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's nice to see them put a little more focus on that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be, it'll be cool to see what they do in 2019. And speaking of 2019, I'm going to um, start first with uh, it. If, if I imagine some of the people I've listened did attend WooSesh last week, and that was the online virtual conference uh, all around WooCommerce done by Patrick Rollin and um, Brian Richards. Really, uh, as I understand, it went off really well. I want to talk a little bit about a couple of things in that, but I know that you had uh, picked up a little bit of insight on the actual event that you, yeah, um, some insider info for do the insider Blue. info. Yeah, I reached out to Brian, <laughs> uh, one of the organizers, um, and just asked him. I know it was literally just happened, you know, uh, a couple of days ago at the end of last week. Uh, but just ask him, you know, the stats, uh, if he had any stats he was willing to share and just overall how it went, you know, from an admin side. And um, overall, it was very successful. Um, you know, they had 
more than 2,800 people register, which is a pretty significant number yeah. for an event. Think of a WordCamp. Most WordCamps are what, three, 400 people? Yeah, right. Um, and WordCamp US is less than 2,000. So you're talking 2,800 registered. He said, and of that, 14 people, people attended live. 1,400 people, sorry, attended live. So um, about half of the registered attendees mm-hmm. showed up for the live event, which is great because not everyone registered uh, to go to be a part of the live event. You know, they want to get access to the videos after. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, basically he said, you know, while he's he, he's working to mine all the stats and get more details and get more specific, and I'm sure he'll put out a post at some point, kind of a, a recap of it. But it looks like as of right now, it's the largest um, it's better attended than any word sesh has been to date. So mm-hmm. um, pretty interesting to see the trend of uh, the idea of like an online conference. Uh, and certainly it helps when it's free, mm-hmm. um, but just to see how that's grown and how a lot of people are really into it, which I think is great because it's just, it's just such an easy way to get a lot of great information out there, a lot of great speakers um, and have a lot of engagement, you know, because people can just sit at home or sit in their office and listen to it. Right. Um, at their leisure. So it's really uh, just a much easier way to experience an event versus traveling to one that maybe is not local in your area. So uh, did you get a chance to to tune in? And Yeah, uh, I did uh, tune in. I um, went in the second day. I was out the first day completely out of the office, so I, I couldn't do anything. I did go in and uh, catch at least one live event. Uh, I listened to Lindsay Miller talking about analytics and it was, it was cool. They had the chat going on. You could talk to people, uh, kind of have side conversations. And then of course they had the questions you could put in and they'd address those after the presentation. So it, it went really smoothly and it yeah. was, yeah, there was quite a few people in the chat at the time. Uh, I did get a chance to go in and, uh, re-listen to the keynote, which I want to touch on a bit. But one of the things I, I was thinking about when you were talking about the virtual conference is, I think what's cool about this is, I mean, we have WordPress, you know, we have WordCamps and you go to either WordCamp Europe or US for the big one. Then you have all the smaller ones. That's great. But WooConf always had the one conference and it was, you know, what uh, I'm, I'm trying to think first San Francisco and then um, Austin, yeah, San Francisco, Austin, Seattle. Yeah, so there was the three areas, but you know, when you have have that one conference one time a year, travel for you know anybody, especially anybody out of the U.S., mm-hmm. that's 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 tough. So you know, this is a good. I think this fills a good needed niche that uh, uh, gives people a chance to get together for an actual WooCommerce conference. Versus yep. having that in one location in this entire world. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, yeah, the idea of traveling is um, it's great and don't get me wrong. I love going to events, but it's, there's a lot more to it, right? Um, there's the, the time, time out of work. There's the cost to get there, the cost to stay. There's, you know, your own responsibilities. If you have a family, you know, things or whatever else. Um, so there's a lot of factors that go into it, even just going for a couple, you know, a couple of days. So um don't get me wrong. I love live events, oh, great, yeah. uh, but I love the idea. And I really, I've said this for years and I'm glad to see it starting to, it feels like it's taking off more. Mm-hmm. Um, these online events kind of geared towards WordPress and Woo, you know, WooCommerce. And, and I think we'll see other ones geared towards other, you know, um, kind of, kind of niche items within the WordPress ecosystem. Uh, 
So yeah, overall, you know, I didn't get to catch as much as I wanted to live, but that's the beauty of it. You don't have to, right? So right. all the sessions are not available yet, but they will be available online. I think through wpsessions.com, um, and you can log in there and watch all the, uh, the anything you might have missed. I mean, experience it live is definitely fun too, like you said, because you can kind of interact with the chat, and it does have more of a, it has that live feel, you know, the Q and A with the presenter, um, but you don't, again, you're not tied to that. It's just flexible, which I like, you know, so you can kind of watch it at your leisure afterwards. So really cool event. I mean, the feedback I think was pretty amazing across the board. Um, I'm anxious to, to, to watch a few of these that I wasn't able to watch either. I was actually out on Thursday as well uh, in the city all day for meetings. Um, but I mean, just some great topics. Yeah. Were- and I know the one that I, I did want to get in and see the keynote because they were, uh, uh, they had, uh, we're talking about, a few things that were of interest and the only, the one thing was the, we can say the new woo on do the woo, or they called it the new woo. And it's kind of what's coming around the bend here. Uh, as far as initially the uh, new analytics was a huge one for a better performance and, you know, user mm-hmm. interface and all that good stuff. But it was it was interesting to see. I mean, they actually showed you some screenshots and and we'll put a link in. There's a couple because there's actually some stuff on GitHub that you can um, kind of get involved with and play around with this uh, new woo. And WP Tavern had a, a post on it as well. But it uh, yeah, it's it's you know it's based on Gutenberg. So first, a few people I saw kind of you know they especially on Twitter afterwards I saw. And, and, and what we got to realize too, is that this is going to be probably happening next year in 2019 is when this is, I, I, I think that's when it's proposed. Yeah. Yeah. 29. And so, you know, it's not going to be coming out right when Gutenberg comes out. So now you don't have to freak out about it, but it, the analytics was pretty impressive and they had some other stuff they talked about. You know, they had the product blocks that came out earlier this year. Uh, there, there is other stuff that's coming. They weren't really super specific, but they, they focused on how, ha- instead of having a block that does a bunch of stuff, they want to have more blocks that do one or two things that are really good. I mean, or two, I should say do one or two things really good. So you won't have to, you know, have this block that has everything in it. And it was kind of, they said, comparing it to a a post, you know, products are a lot different as far as the layout. So you can't just say, oh, we're just kind of duplicating post Gutenberg and putting it over into products. It's really specific. So I think they're taking a lot of time to figure this out and figure out because, I think we all know that if you had it in the sense of just a bunch of blocks and I mean, people could end up setting their product pages up very horribly, you know, I mean, it's kind of that, that simple. I hate to say it. Yeah. It's like, Oh, I can do all this stuff and I can do. So I think they're really taking some time to test this and figure it out because it's, it's something you want to be able to have the flexibility of the blocks, but you don't want to, um, mess it up where the user experience is just a nightmare. So you said they're kind of taking the approach of like, you know, each block kind of does something, one single thing and does it very well versus all in one. So it's like the anti jetpack approach, right? Where jetpack is like, <laughs> shove it all in there. We're yeah. doing everything. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's got to be different. All right. I just want to make yeah. sure we're clear on the approach. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
Yeah, it looks super cool. I mean, um, so th- there's a plugin that they're they're building this as a feature plugin called WC Admin. It's available on GitHub. Um, it's not recommended for production, but absolutely can, you know, put it up on a test environment and play around with it. It's all, you know, it's a modern, you know, React-based uh, WooCommerce admin experience is how they describe it. Um, but it's cool. I feel like on any, a lot of commerce platforms, WordPress and others, I feel like the reporting is always one of those things that just seems to be lacking. And and which is weird because numbers are such a critical component to an online store. You know? Yeah, exactly. It always feels like an afterthought, like where here's some basic data, like number of sales and here's your customers. And and like, it just, you know, and it's not just WooCommerce. I feel like a lot of platforms do this where it's really basic. And I'm like, you know, having, again, my background being, you know, a director of IT at a major online store, um, the data, the numbers were, you know, the majority of what we were dissecting day in and day out. So um, to see him put a focus on not only the dashboard that highlights that stuff a little bit better, but also the reporting side of the house, I think is really, uh, really awesome. And I think that honestly could be a way to help them separate themselves um, from some of the other options out there. Because, you know, none of the reporting that I've seen really, really with any commerce package for WordPress is really mind blowing, mm-hmm. right? It's just kind of basic. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the data is there, but to do anything interesting or to really get what you're looking for, you have to pull it out of WordPress and put it into something else, um, and then work with it, manipulate it. You know, so um, it'd be nice to ha- to be able to eliminate that step and have what you need directly in WordPress. So pretty cool. But people should definitely check out that plugin WC Admin over on GitHub. <clears throat> get a sense of what's coming, play around with it. Again, don't put it on production yet, but um, certainly get involved and test it out and report bugs or, or go further if you'd like. But it's, uh, I definitely like the direction they're going. Yeah. And it was, they talk about it a lot in the, <clears throat> excuse me, in the, um, the keynote, like I said, and they, they had some other good stuff in the keynote, which I didn't make notes on, but people, Hopefully, people have signed up or registered for it so they can, if they did miss the keynote, they can go back in. But I'm sure we're going to be hearing a lot more about yeah, it. Yeah, Brian long. confirmed that's definitely coming um, to WP Sessions. They're cleaning it up. Uh, tra- they're getting it transcribed, You know, putting some bumpers on the front end of it, things like that. So, they're just polishing it up a bit, and then they're going to be releasing them on uh, WP Sessions so people can go and, and check those out um, at their leisure. So, Yeah, very cool. Um, all in all, seems seems pretty successful. I think the two-day approach was well received too, from what I was seeing, versus the old WordPress approach of like twenty-four hours straight. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane, um, but it worked. I don't know how it worked, but it did. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks like they it, broke it up into the you know kind of more the store yep. user, the First builder that's yeah, and then developers. So that I helped. Was and I was available on the developer day, so most of the stuff they were talking about was foreign to me. Yeah, I mean, but I think that's smart, right? Because if you're a dev and the and the the you know you're not actually running a store, you're building products or something, then probably the first day may or may not interest you. I'm sure there's yeah. some topics that interest you a little bit, but right. uh, and vice versa, right? So it's like you know break them up that way. People aren't trying to pick and choose. Oh, I need to be here at ten, and then I don't then I don't mm-hmm. need to be back at one. Like no, I just need to worry about day two. Yeah, exactly. So I'm yeah. sure there's a lot they've learned from this. I'm sure there's some things they'll do differently. Um, you know, next time, assuming there is a next time, and um. But all in all, it seems like it was a pretty successful event. Yeah, good. yeah, very cool. So, yeah, so I'll put a link in. People can keep an eye out there and stuff. And I'm not sure if you didn't register, they may have some kind of access you can um, um, maybe purchase. I don't know what their um, model is going to be, but there, it definitely was a quite a wealth of knowledge there. And 
I think adding the uh, questions, the live chat and all that stuff brought in a lot of other information you can glean from as well. So, yeah, the platform actually just to throw that out there here, uh, as we wrap this topic up, but crowdcast crowdcast.io is, is just such a perfect platform for something like this. You know, oh, you, can, yeah. you can literally set an agenda. Um, you can have, you can invite different people to each, you know, the presenters, whatever, um, you have your, your Q, your Q and a feature, you have your chat room. Um, it puts it all in order with the schedule. So after, as soon as one's done and the next one starts, you can go back and rewatch the last one. Um, it's just a, it's just a great platform for something like this. So if you're interested in doing like an online event of this type, you know, reach out to crowdcast. It's what we use for word sesh exact platform they're using for woo sesh. Um, it just makes these online, these online, uh, conferences, um, mm. so, so smooth <clears throat> before when we used to just use YouTube and we tried to build a site that would auto refresh to the next video. Like it was a mess. Like it was just, and they've basically built something that does that and, and way more stuff. So, Constantly impressed with the, the entire Crowdcast platform. It's really slick. Yeah. Yep. Good step. So yep. now the third thing, the last thing I wanted to go over was I, I actually saw somebody share this on Twitter and it just caught my eyes and I'm just going to read the title of it. It says PDP UX core product content is overlooked in the horizontal tab layouts yet 28% of sites have this layout. And the reason I, it kind of caught my attention is the default tabs on WooCommerce mm -hmm. and how we all use those. And it, yeah, it was, it's a, of course we'll put a link in here because we don't want to go over everything, but the fact that there's a lot of people that just don't, that feel that those horizontal tabs hide content. Mm -hmm. And there was, there was a few of these, Things that people were talking about as far as shipping, uh, returns. Um, somebody even said, you know, they clicked on it. They wanted reviews and there happened to be a tab for reviews. And probably the person had just by default let it be there and there were no re reviews. So that frustrated them. And so there's a lot of interesting stuff. And I don't know if you really had a chance to look it over too much, Brad, but. but um, Yeah, no, it's, um, it is interesting. Now, I didn't know until you shared the article about you know the fact that this doesn't really work well um that's pretty interesting because this is one of those i mean if, if you showed me a tab feature on an e-commerce site and, and asked if this was kind of commonplace i would say yeah like yeah of course it is like that's what you see on almost all all not just WooCommerce, but e-commerce is very standard because you have a lot of information um potentially that you need to share and having I think the idea is a tab approach where the page is much shorter is probably less intimidating than this long, like one pager that has all that information kind of in long form. But, you know, according to this, that's not, that's not actually the case. They said that, you know, during the testing of the product page that 27% of the users never actually found some of that content, which is almost a third of your users, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy. Um, so the fact that you're, you know, a third of your users are having trouble understanding there's additional content behind those tabs and actually reading that content, then you have to assume whatever that content is, a third of your users are not seeing. And how important is that content? It's probably really important because generally you have your, your default tab is your description about the product, but usually then you'll have like maybe a specifications tab that has like sizing and uh, maybe, you know, what's in the box and, you know, kind of gives you the specs of the product, uh, maybe a sizing tab if it's clothing or something, you know, like this is important information to make sure people are getting the right product. Um, so yeah, it's, that's really shocking that, um, that it just doesn't perform that well. 
Yeah, and I, I was looking here. It was, what I thought was interesting when when they said some of the other reasons from their initial list: hindrance to exploration when content is hidden in horizontal tab layout. It's very difficult for users to stumble upon that content. That may be extremely valuable to their purchasing decision. So I guess they're thinking, you know, people do have to take the effort to actually click on it, to look at it. But, you know, it's almost one of those things we have this assumption that if you see a label that says, you know, whatever, you're interested in that. And I, I notice, and I, I'm, I'm, I go back to, I'm thinking of Amazon when I'm on Amazon because I'm always scrolling down, scrolling, scrolling to, because they don't use tabs. I mean, I never thought of it till after I read this and I thought, because sometimes I'm scrolling down on Amazon. I'm thinking, where in the heck am I, you know, I can't, you know, yeah. where was even the, I needed a little bit of the um, product details or something, you know, measurements or something. And I feel like I'm going down, down past yep. through all the other stuff. But um, yeah, it's, and, and, and so I have, I guess I'm wondering in your experience as a, you know, as having built site, do you ever hear anybody saying, like, oh, do these have they ever even questioned horizontal tabs on an e an e commerce site? Um, I mean, not in my not not questioning in, in the sense of like, is this a good user experience for for the users? Like, are they able to find the content? More of is this the best layout, or should we use something else just visually? Yeah. Um, it's definitely something you know. I'd like to research a little bit more and see. You know, this is one kind of post about it with some, some data. I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you're, you know, if your company is, is, you know, your e-commerce site is a big, you know, uh, you know, part of your business, um, or you want it to be a big part of your business. I think the important thing is to, um, test things out, you know, like basically mm -hmm. what they did is they did a user testing of their, their site and their layout. Right. And then they recorded, um, the actions and they did interviews with the users to, to find out mm -hmm. and stuff. So, um, user testing is is a great way to get some really raw, honest feedback from people. And there are services that do it. You can go hire random people to go to your website, interact with your website. It will record the whole process. You can ask a number of interview questions before, during, after, whatever. Like you can kind of set the parameters, but basically you get this raw feedback from people who know nothing about you or your product. They're just going to tell you their experience about your website. And I guarantee you'll learn something that you didn't know or didn't think of. We've done it with a number of clients and every time something comes up that no, none of us, our side or the client side or anybody had actually thought about, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. You, and, you're just too close to it. You know, you gotta, you gotta get back and you gotta bring in somebody with fresh eyes or hell, just ask a family member, you know, <laughs> you're at home for Thanksgiving or something. Say, Hey, real quick, check out, check out my site, click around. How, what's, does this make sense? Like, would you be able yeah. to order off this website or is something just not make sense to you? You know? It's the same thing. You just get some fresh eyeballs and, and get some feedback, but it's really interesting. I mean, you know, they mentioned, you mentioned Amazon, like that's kind of a, a word of advice I give to a lot of people is if you don't know how to do something, look at what the big players are doing. It doesn't mean you need to mimic them or even maybe have the capability to mimic them, but at least look at what they're doing to get an understanding right. of it. They've spent a lot of time and money on their product page. I can guarantee it, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars, who knows how much, you know, of time yeah. spent over the years, decades, perfecting what they have up there, <laughs> you know, and there's a reason they have it on one page, yeah. you know? So, um, and I just checked a couple others. Target does not target has tabs. Target's a big oh, site. They see, do a lot of yeah, see, that's it. 
Yeah. So who knows? But you know, it doesn't hurt to look at what some of the bigger players are doing, um, and use that maybe to help a little bit with guiding your your choices around your website. Yeah, and I think you're right. It's I mean, you know, you see these articles, and I guess it's good food for thought. It's not like you know, freak out and go in and oh, I'm moving right. all my tabs off right away. Testing, you never know what you know, and, and if you're yeah, and if you've already, you know, have a fairly successful site and you've been using tabs, obviously, you know, you're getting good conversions and stuff. There's no issues. So there's, um, yeah, it's, you, you never know what, um, and I think, you know, yeah, ask family members. Maybe you could do a before and after, before they have drinks and after they have drinks and see how, <laughs> no, because a lot of people well, get online when they've had more things that they don't need. Cause, <laughs> yeah. uh, it probably depends on your clientele too. Like if you're selling something that's maybe more technical, you're going to probably have customers that are more comfortable with websites, navigating websites, mm-hmm. you know, versus something that maybe, you know, isn't as technical or maybe is, is, is an older generation or, or whatever that maybe is less technical and they won't be as comfortable on random sites other than the biggies that they know, like Amazon and eBay and some of those. Right. So, um, so yeah, there's, you're right. It's a lot of variables, a lot of factors, but this is something to consider and something to keep in mind is, is that a right the right approach or not. Yeah. Yeah. Very interesting. I, I like stuff like this because it gets you thinking about things that I guess you had never really questioned. Um, and it's good to question things, right? You don't want to get stuck in a rut and just do things because you've always done it. Like you should question, why am I doing this? Yeah. Well, if our sales aren't where I want them to be, you know, or the conversions are, maybe I'm getting great, you know, hits to the page, but the bounce rate's terrible. Well, we'll try some different things. Maybe get rid of the tabs, do AB testing, yep. you know, yep. try to figure it out. So get you thinking kind of in different ways, which I always like. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. So, all right. Well, uh, okay. So, we are going to move on as we are closing out here. Sites on Woo. I, I, I cheated. I just kind of went somewhere and found it. And I, I, it's not anything that I have um, like, whoa, can tell you all about it. But Ripley's, believe it or not, uses WooCommerce, believe it or not. I actually made it a little funny there. That yeah, wasn't that funny, but um, you buy like weird, weird like. Weird yeah, and it's it's not the. I mean, it's I'm on their books page here actually, and it's pretty. Um, the, all okay, the book the covers are like whoa. So I mean, it's pretty straightforward, but it's just interesting. And a warning is you if you do go check it out out of curiosity, likely you're going to go down the Ripley's Believe It or Not rabbit hole. And start looking at all their bizarre stuff. So um, that's that's what I did, and I um, and they have a nice tab called Weird News too. So you, you can go off and really go down that rabbit hole. Are they using tabs? <laughs> Are they using those? Tabs? Yeah, I don't. Let me see here. Well, let's let's click on something here. We gotta okay. test this out now. As we, as we yeah, look we're gonna see what um what they have. Um, okay, we'll go to click on one of these books. We'll try the books here. Go down and yes, they have tabs. Right. More, more info, other buying options, and reviews. All right, there we go. So yeah, so so the Ripley, you know, believe it or not, they believe in tabs. So <laughs> if it's working for them, okay. Now we're gonna we're gonna see your what's your sign. We're gonna see. All right, mine is uh, it's great because not only is it a WooCommerce powered site, but I guess it's a little relatable to Halloween, which is coming up, just purely in the name. But it's Ghostbed. Ooh, Ghostbed. Ghostbed. <laughs> Uh, ah. Which I don't think has anything to do with Halloween. It's just the name of the <laughs> <laughs> But 
it's got the word ghost in it, so that's cool. But it's a WooCommerce site. Um, they sell mattresses, uh, which are focused on like cooling, so to keep you cool. So I guess that's kind of the ghost side of it. But um, uh, I am not seeing tabs. So if you go yeah, to, I would, to I would mattress just... page, and it's actually a really nicely laid out product detail page, like a lot of imagery. Um, it looks good, you know. Yeah does give me a bit of an Amazon feel around the product details and the really nice ones where there's tons of pictures and, you know, gifts kind of showing it off the product and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's one long page, a lot of great info. Um, really, really cool, clever use of WooCommerce, just a nice experience. Yeah. Yeah. And I like how, when you go to like a bed or a mattress, I should say, you can add things. And if you click on the ad, I mean, you can actually get a little pop-up window that'll just show, give you a brief description of that instead of taking you to another product page and you get lost in that. Yeah, so you can add cool. and remove it from that pop-up if you want. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. All right. Yeah, nice little awesome there. And uh, yeah, overall, it's a pretty, pretty cool e-commerce. I say it still blows my mind you can buy stuff like this online. Like you can buy mattress, you can buy. <laughs> I was looking at kettlebells the other day. Like you're literally just buying a big hunk of metal. <laughs> you know, you can get it shipped to your house, and it's yeah, not. Yeah, I know. Like, like, just, like you're literally paying based on how heavy that piece of metal is, because that's the whole point of a kettlebell. But it's just, it, it still blows my mind. Even though you've been able to do this for years, that you can just get this big stuff shipped to your house like it's no problem. Oh you know? yeah, yeah. It, it was interesting when I would when I was in the early stages of um, when I first started to do the woo as a regular podcast, and I have guests on. I always ask what they wouldn't buy online, and there was very few things that. People wouldn't buy online. I think houses was probably a repeatable one. <laughs> and then, you know, not that it shipped to you, but they just, yeah, they want to kind of see the house or whatever. Sure. So um, I think a mattress would be a tricky one just because if you've ever bought a mattress, I mean, they're all yeah. so different. Like you really need to like, lay in it, right? Yeah. Start. It's one of those things that maybe you'd go and try it and then you buy it online or something. Yeah. And they, I mean, it's, it, yeah. and they have free shipping with two to five day delivery on a, on a yeah. mattress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. But very cool example. All right. So, um, Woo Tools. Uh, let's let's go right into your Woo Tool. Yeah. So my Woo Tool this week is called the WooCommerce Customizer. It's a pretty simple tool. It's for the uh, I would say the non-dev crowd. Um, basically, it'll let you. WooCommerce has a ton of filters built in that allow you to customize text throughout. Um, and a filter is basically something you can tap into with code. Um, take whatever's in the, you know, displayed on a button, maybe that says buy now and using that filter, you can change it to say purchase now or something. Um, well, if you don't know code, this plugin basically exposes all those filters into the admin side of WordPress and allows you just to type in what you want. So it would say, all right, the, the buy now button text is buy now. And if you want to change it, just type in whatever you want and save it. And voila, uh, anywhere that button is displayed, it will use your text. So just a nice, easy kind of lightweight, uh, plug in to help you customize uh, your store a little bit if you're not um, comfortable at the code level to do something like this. So again, it's on, it's on WordPress.org and the plugin repo is called a WooCommerce Customizer. All right, cool. Well, a um, little bit of that in mine, uh, also on WordPress.org, WooCommerce Extra Product Sorting Options. So if you want to add, you know, there's probably ways you can do this through code that if you need to or want to add where normally on the page, you know, you're able to sort it three or four or five different ways, the default ways of sorting. You can sort it by um, alphabetical or reverse alphabetical. You can do it by 
the things you have on sale. You can have it sorted by review and also sorted by stock. So you can add those. It's a real simple plugin. You just it works in the customizer. You just basically go in and toggle whatever you want on and off. And um, yeah, one of those one thing it does one thing. It adds a few little things to one area and does it those easily. Are those are the best. And this is pretty common. Um, this is a pretty common feature you expect to see in you know commerce. Like you're on Amazon, and you know sometimes it defaults to like I think best mattress or best recommendation, but I usually change it to like. Uh, highest average review, you know, because I want the higher, the better reviewed stuff at the top. So um, nice, cool plugin. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. So, well, that is, that is it. And, um, you know, I, 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 I thought, well, shoot, we should have had this a little closer to Halloween and then you could have um, dressed up because I know you are a Halloween. A um, little bit. Little yeah. A little bit. Yeah. A little bit of Halloween. I'm surprised there isn't something on your ceiling or wall back there that, um, gives I like, got, uh, you know, Michael Myers has come. To oh, okay. Okay. There. Okay. Yes. Oh, up there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's something. There, we needed, we needed some effect there. All righty. Well, uh, that is it. I think, um, yeah, we know over some good stuff. Uh, lots of things coming around the bend, but woo. And, uh, of course, uh, thank you liquid web for sponsoring our show uh, again if you're looking for woocommerce managed hosting they have so many options that you can from the starter to the well-established store uh, you can get 50 percent off your first two months if you use bob wp woo coupon just head over there uh great people uh, you know they're on top of things i had to go in and do some support this morning on something and it was taken care of like that. So um, good stuff. So that's it. And you can always find do the woo on all your favorite podcast platforms and on my site, bobwp.com. And I think that's it. So in, I think we'll be returning um, after Halloween. So happy Halloween, everyone. And uh, we survive. And Brad, enjoy, always enjoy our little time every two weeks. We figured yes. that's about our limit. We we spend a little time every two weeks and we're good to go for another two weeks. <laughs> no. I'll give a quick shout out this weekend is WordCamp Philly. Um, there's a few WordCamps, but WordCamp Philly is near and dear to my heart because I was the co-organizer for the first five years. Um, it's this weekend. So if you're in the area, say hi. I won't be there Saturday. Unfortunately, it's my son's third birthday. Um, but I will be there Sunday for contributor day to say hi to everybody. So always a great cool. event. Um, but yeah. So yeah. And I'm going to be actually time. speaking of WordCamps, I'm going to be next, next week, next weekend, I'm going to be at Portland, Oregon WordCamp. And go. I'm going to be kicking off the beginner. They're doing a beginner track for the very first time. So I get to go back and teach everybody the basics, the real basics of WordPress. And I'm are you going to, the, the big question is, uh, you know, we talked about that and somebody else is going to be touching on Gutenberg because uh, I yeah. thought my my session would turn into Gutenberg. Yeah, if well, I even, the, so I'm going to kind of casually slip it in and say, oh, there's something coming and somebody's going to be talking about it. Don't worry about that. Yeah, big, yeah. It's, it's just kind of this little thing happening. <laughs> well, good luck. That'll be amazing. <laughs> All right. OK. Well, thanks, Brad. And thank you, everyone, for um joining us for Do The Woo. See you in a couple weeks. Bye. Bye.